Hello everyone, welcome to the second episode of Digitaltics Diaries, a video podcast series from Digitaltics, the analytics club of IIM Ranchi. I am Ayush Goswami and here we unfold the learnings and lessons from the leaders in technology that are critical for the upcoming managers. Today, I can't wait to introduce our guest for this session as there is a common thread between us. We both have been in TCS. Yes, you heard it right. Tata Consultancy Services, the IT behemoth of the world. I would like to take this opportunity to introduce today Ms. Riddhi Adlakha Ma'am. Ma'am is currently Digital Marketing Head in Tata Consultancy Services. Ma'am has leadership experience in various global MNCs and has been pivotal for the success of different leading clients in the world. Ma'am has had immense experience in digital marketing for 18 years and has been the transformational leaders for clients spanning across diverse industries in retail, CPG, travel, transport, hospitality, and government sectors. An alum from Mumbai University and IIM Bangalore and IIM Lucknow has always been the aspirational figure for budding managers like us. Ma'am believes in bringing change in society by sharing her learnings and experiences in various forums and summits, including various IIMs. So it's my pleasure, ma'am, to host you here. Thank you. And uh, you're brilliant, Ayush. And uh, you're giving you more credit than I deserve. It sounds very fancy, but I'm just a little simple girl doing my job. Um, And thank you for giving me this opportunity. Uh, I'd love to talk to you, to everybody associated through digital analytics. Uh, It's an area where I'm passionate about, but what increases my passion is seeing your zest is seeing where budding leaders such as yourselves um, who are so well groomed who are so well knowledgeable and, and are getting all of this experience wish we had it that time um, you're getting to learn more so i'm envious but i'm very happy to see the progress and very happy to be a part uh, and associated with all of you thank you it's my pleasure ma'am we are extremely honored to have you here and i'm extremely delighted to host you so without further ado, let's take up the discussion going forward. So ma'am, TCS is the world leader in the IT services and consulting. Now it, now it has become uh, you know, the largest company in terms of market capitalization after surpassing Accenture in October. So how is branding TCS, which is already an extremely popular brand, different from any other company? So I'm glad that you're so well aware of TCS. So I'm happy to talk to an ex-TCSer. Um, we're a trusted partner of the continent's top organizations, right? At any given point, whatever is the role and opportunity that you have in front, we stay focused and that and doing that is the best possible ways by committing towards everything that our customers want. You're right, our market cap is nearly 10 lakh crore and we have surpassed Accenture's market cap. We're very, very proud about it. Uh, we are world's most valuable IT company today. So business adaptation, relevance, dominance is firing full cylinders, right? And technology is continuously redefining industry structures worldwide. And the landscape today and in the next five years is going to be very, very different. COVID pandemic has accelerated digital transformation, cloud migration, and borderless organizations. Today, you and me are sitting, I'm sure, millions of miles, not millions, but of course, miles apart, and yet we're able to connect. And that's exactly what we're doing even in TCS. And that's going to be the future, right? And it's not just going to be the future for TCS, but also for other organizations, which is where we're going to be very different. Um, 
we're a resilient bunch and that gives us lots of confidence and a lot of hope for the future. So that's how we're a differentiator. Great to hear that, ma'am. And today, when we are recording this session, right, uh, again, a milestone for TCS. Today, it turned out 11 lakh crore market capitalization it touched today. And uh, with that, uh, is, you know, reaching and soaring new heights, uh, it's a great to know that an Indian company who originated from India is doing really, very well. So, ma'am, uh, you are the head of digital marketing of TCS, right? What are the kind of objectives you set for the team that aligns with the company marketing goals? Um, that's a tricky question, and I'll be a little upfront with you, right? Because uh, it's not a role that I do very easily. And to be honest, uh, TCS is known as a technology company, right? And uh, event, unfortunately, because of pandemic or whatever you may say, uh, digital marketing had to actually start playing a very different role than what it was envisioned in the past or otherwise that TCS was doing with. Um, one of the one of the things that I can say is that the way we're looking at objectives is we're redistributing our marketing budgets, right? Uh, TCS does invest in a lot of marketing uh, opportunities, events, partnerships, sponsorships, etc. Right? You know it all, and and you say it, and TCS is there. However, what's happened is because of this pandemic, customers are now moving from physical to digital, and we're almost using this word almost everywhere. It's called digital environment, right? So we're updating our marketing mix and our budget uh, allocation. What's important, the next part that we were doing in terms of the objectives is, uh, is uh, we're communicating in an over-messaged environment, right? So everybody wants to reach out to our customers. Everybody wants to reach out to us. You are a customer and so am I. And besides being a part of uh, TCS, uh, we are being loathed with information. So we really need to understand the segmentation and ensure our message really counts. And that's the second objective that I am that I have very closely edged for my team. If we're canceling an event, if we have a new rollout, if we're offering something new, and a lot of service offerings have been re-engineered, have been launched, have been thought through very well, not just because of this pandemic, but otherwise also what TCS had to offer because we, we're doing so much more. It's just that we've been, um, timid or we've been shy in going back and saying this thesis is much beyond a technology company today. What really matters in being a digital marketer now is that do we have that crucial information? And if we do, how are we sharing it with our customers, right? How has it been affected to our customers? Does it make any sense to them? So the whole part of being relevant is very important. Otherwise, silence is golden. And it's absolutely fine to be silent as well, right? Sometimes you just need to be silent because there's so much noise around that you actually lose your message. The pandemic is not just making a marketing trend, although lots of companies are chiming in. We need to ensure the relevance and the value in every communication. And this is the role that every digital marketer needs to play within TCS. And here is how we're defining the objectives. Very rightly said, ma'am, the importance of relevance in uh, the today's VUCA world where, you know, TCS also uh, was uh, back with the resilience and was able to uh, utilize this uh, workforce totally onto the digital platform. It's again, tells about the way what you were explaining to us. And uh, ma'am, uh, you, uh, you, you have the vast leadership experience across various leading IT firms. You have been part of Accenture before, right? 
and uh, how do you look at the changing landscape of digital marketing as a strategy across it industry uh it's very interesting i used my journey uh, i and somewhere i'm going to relate not just what's happening in the industry but also how i have changed and so has my journey as a digital marketer has changed right um when i started off my career i little did i realize the role that we would be playing in today's world right 15 years ago nobody really thought about digital marketing we at least india as a geography was not open or welcomed or aware if i have to use that word about how digital marketing really plays a role today i think everybody is a digital marketer you and me we really don't need courses we don't need any certifications we don't need anything to go back and say i'm a marketer because we're actually doing that every day the fact that you're on um, i think almost every social channel right you're on instagram you're on twitter you're on facebook you're marketing yourself day in day out some are doing it professionally and some are doing it personally um so somewhere that entire landscape changed and it's changed over the years but what's interesting is that these global lockdowns right and these large employee base and organizations they're working from home and that's accelerated the adoption of digital services in many sectors digital channels have gone from being a secondary or like the more or not so important or or nice to have options to becoming a primary channel right and i'm happy about it because it makes us more important at least i would love to believe so but in some instances it's become almost the only channel available right uh with travel restrictions with not being able to meet in physical events or otherwise it's actually made it's broadening our horizons during this pandemic new search trends have also emerged right um that's why data analytics and reporting are crucial and learning with these what how these consumers are working and behaving and engaging on our pages the way they're visiting us this what are they searching all of this has you know has to be has to be really fine tuned now uh gone on the days when i would just visit as a customer or a consumer i would just visit a page and you would just given a freebie or you would send me a coupon or you would say hey thanks for visiting us uh that's almost become like a mundane activity like it's just understood like yes you would get them but how are you going to be differentiator how is it that you're going to go back and actually retain the customer because as like you said right everyone's almost getting digital and here is how i'm seeing that which message is creating the most engagement and how is it that i can create such more messages because i can be lucky with one i may not be lucky with all right and luck cannot play it all the time content understanding your customer engaging with them being there at the right time with the right message all of this is playing a very very heavy role uh, with us as digital marketers and of course when we're sharing relevant information are the consumers even living in that specific area to absorb all of this we can throw oodles of information but they need to really identify back with us right they need to understand what we're trying to communicate the actionable data that we're getting to see from the consumers is completely changing the way we will operating earlier we've always been getting data there's nothing new about it uh, we've been capturing data in the most traditional forms and methodologies as well there is nothing new in that approach but what's where is the power being given to us it's how are we making it more actionable what are we doing with that data how is it that we're able to bring in a lot more personal engagement and relevance to the content 
which can be completely scaled, right? And here is where things have changed, right? It's taking the advantage to the level where customers are not distancing themselves physically, but will remain connected with us digitally and probably closer than ever. Yeah, very rightly said, ma'am. Uh, everyone has become the marketer now. And uh, anyway, we are, you know, engaging with various forms of channels such as search engines. We have websites in place, social media, emails, and through mobile apps as well. So, ma'am, uh, with rising data penetration and the cheapest cost of data in India, right, uh, which might help the companies to understand the customer behavior well, because anyway, they are, you know, engaging with uh, these platforms a lot and the profiling and targeting part of that would become easy but do you think there are still some challenges in it and what are the major challenges to digital marketing in your view fundamental challenge that uh, remains through the years ayush is speed agility and roi okay and the reason i'm pointing out in those three ways i mean they can be in any form and manner it just differs from which organization to which company are we talking to right um we need to be there then and there right speed is extremely important uh, if we're not there we're losing the market share our competition's already taken us over and then it's not that we we're not being we're not trying our level best to doing something different but at the same time like i said it's very important to be there at the right time so speed plays an important role at the same time whilst speed is important the agility is important right you need to be nimble and sometimes it's very challenging and i have to be honest it's extremely challenging to move the whole ecosystem when you are moving in a particular speed which neither is your ecosystem in that speed probably your customers are not in that speed or the momentum that your organization you're working with or collaborating with is not in that speed right so all three engines have to really work seamlessly which is where agility plays a very important role and the third is the ROI, right? Um, the reason I'm saying ROI is that's one question that we have been having for years, and that will continue, right? Uh, because I've spent an oodles amount of money, because I've spent so much of time, because I've done something so quickly, I'm going to be paying some money to various platforms, to various technologies that I'm going to be leveraging. And the minute you give money, it's just absolutely normal psychology to expect a return, right? And if I'm not able to show you my return, that's where everything goes kaput, right? People get anxious. They don't believe in your in your strategies. They don't believe in technology, which could have supported that. Maybe could have worked as a catalyst or an enabler, but then comes across saying, "Oh, you don't know how it, how it needs to work." So now, ROI plays an extremely important role in any part of your digital marketing strategy or your approach, right? You're able to show the ROI you're the best. You're not able to show the ROI for anything, for any effort, for any resourcing, for any technology that gets enabled, then it really doesn't, it becomes more, more like a spoiler. So I think this is where I would look at, at those three places. Very true, ma'am. And, uh, you know, convincing customers and uh, the organization itself with the ROI is a very indispensable part. And, uh, you know, it lays down to us to a very fundamental difference between branding of products and services. And it's a lot easier to brand something that has a physical form and an immediate result you can see it in. But for services, on the other hand, it's exactly, you know, it's, it's poles apart. 
there are certain services that have immediate results and other that take a bit longer to show their outcomes and these services need uh, what some people call uh, long term branding basically uh, they need a strategy that will convince the customer or client to trust the services even if they are not able to see the results straight away right so ma'am uh, what are the major differences in digital marketing strategies of large brands like tcs in comparison with budding startups or we say the challenger companies in your opinion i think i would i would relate back to my part 1 of my answer or the first question that you had asked me anush right um there are three fundamental things that we had spoken about right we'd spoken about um how is it that we we are being borderless operations right today you and me are sitting in different states probably tomorrow we're going to be in different countries but we're able to capture into that talent and through borderless operations it's getting extremely critical for us to capture that talent which is not earlier available to us right we were always because uh, we were a company which said okay we're present in a lot of states in india of course we headquartered in india and we have a lot of presence and strong presence but there was still a lot of pool that was not being made available which is now um seamless fabric of technology which is enabled by cloud and this is which is what's going to drive the entire focus about how things are going to move for us in the future the underlined operating model of how we're going to be moving to borderless operation is going to redefine the next few set of years and hence it becomes important or critical at the same i mean more critical actually that any suggestions or any advices that we get from our past experience or from a varied experience uh, those that are starting our careers or those who are starting their their job profiles they need to understand that there is a lot of opportunities that are available today right uh, we can do a lot more we can do um, things very quickly and we have a lot more belief and trust so resilience is going to play an important role ma'am uh, talking about the opportunities as you mentioned so i would like to draw you know into the direction where the three key skills that student interested in digital marketing as a career should possess or focus on also if you can give suggestions or advices from your vast experience for those starting their careers in digital marketing now will be a great help okay so i think that question in two parts are you right um today actually if you google right google is my best teacher Uh, if you google and you see how is digital marketing faring um it's one of the one of the most important skills it's it's a well paid job it's a good opportunity and a lot of people are wanting to learn this skill are wanting to make their careers in it but what they forget is that in the need of wanting to achieve a lot more our basics and fundamentals are ignored sometimes you really would have to become a master of one rather than just become a jack of all the other parts and bits and pieces of digital marketing right um digital marketing has a lot of towers if i have to say right you've got seo you've got uh, ux you've got social media skills you've got all of them right you've got website you've got content you've got so much more to do uh but the my number one skill that i would recommend in in ayush your team and you are doing that right now right as we speak the ability to analyze data and draw insights is what is going to lead to the growth of digital marketing that has created endless amount of data right the fact that our customers or consumers who are not even digital 
have now become digital and they're giving us every form of behavior and action voluntarily. So we have got cookies now. So it's not that we're being um, uh, spookish and we're collecting information about them. We're not. We are voluntarily letting you, we're literally going out in boards and capitals and saying we're collecting data, we're wanting to know about you, we want to observe you because we want to give you a very personalized message. Imagine that data, right? And then you're playing around with it only to make for a better experience at the end of the day. So there are two parts to it, right? It's always looked in two parts. I want to go back and share my data. I don't want to. More than happy if you don't wish to, because you would wish to keep your privacy in place. But the able to use that data, that powerhouse, through intelligence and through actionable insights is going to be the number one skill. Search is going to be number two, as always, because if you're searchable, you've made it. Today, if I go back and I've hacked, I mean, simple things, right? If I go back and I search for Ayush, I should be able to learn everything about him. Or if you wish to learn about Radhi, not that you'll learn a lot more. Um, I'm not on a lot of <laughs> social channels voluntarily. But the fact that you're searchable, and it's no more just a text search, right? We're on phones, we're on tabs, we're on laptops, we're on, on smart televisions, twenty almost 24 by 7. And I'm going to move on from saying text searches passe. We now have to have voice search, image searches, right? And some of the apps that you were talking about, we actually build them for a lot of our customers, right? Image recognition apps and, and lookalike apps or things which are there already, and they help us produce similar results. Search is going to play a very, very important role, which is where Alexas and Cities and Googles of the world are going to play and are playing that role, right? It's making things so much more easier and convenient. The third is, of course, UX. And the reason I would say UX, it's more about the customer journey and experience, right? We cannot be choppy in our behavior because we're talking about digital. We're talking about marketing. We can't say that one experience that I've given you on a website versus an experience that I've given you on the store versus the experience that I've given you on the app, they can be fragmented. They cannot be. <laughs> They just cannot be. You don't have an opportunity right now. That entire journey, that entire journey for a customer, because it can be that I've actually seen something in the store maybe two months, three months, or probably before the pandemic. I now see it on my website, and or I don't find it on my website, and I do see it, or probably I see it on my app. And I'm seeing the entire experience. I'm getting to make those decisions of buying or behaving or engaging with your content the way I would have done physically is a third skill, right? So mapping that entire journey of a customer and being able to have a seamless transition is a third skill that I would put. It's very important Ayush, that we understand that it's not just being a digital marketer that will help us win the battles okay, or make us the best digital marketer. What's a marketer? A marketer is somebody who is able to articulate, is able to express, right? And an expression is nothing but where you're communicating with your customers, with people. It's not to impress. It's just to express, right? And we need to articulate. Uh, I, all, I quite often say to a lot of my friends and people around that um, it's an art to articulate. Not everybody's able to do that, unfortunately. And if you're able to capture on those softer skills, the softer nuances, it's going to be that perfect blend that's going to make you successful and a better digital marketer than just by going by the books and saying, oh, for my SEO ranking, these are those five steps that I need to take theoretically, and here is what's going to get your website up. Or this is what I need to do for my website, or this is what I need to, to do for my social media channels. 
The second important part that I would want people to learn today is the, the, the nuances of project management, right? As you move up the ladder and you are going to hustle around with a lot of projects on your lap, right? The fact that you're going to be given a lot more to do because there's so much more to do now, right? The digital world is only expanding. You would actually have to become a good project manager, right? Which means being able to prioritize what you're going to work on. Go back and look at the project and the scope of the work. Look at who's available for you to work and how can you work with a, with a larger and a broader team, maybe collaboratively, which gets extremely challenging because everybody's got their, um, their intelligence, their, their skills, their thought process, their point of views, you name it, and they all have to something to share, right? So how do you work together with all of them put together and you still make the project successful? So project manager skills is also something which we have to, which should be looked at and is quite frequently overlooked. These two skills of being able to express and being able to manage a project is not something which we learn or train ourselves in because we think, oh, it's not an IT project. Oh, why do I need to do project management? Or why do I need to communicate? But both of them play an extremely critical role when you're becoming a marketer because every time you're going to be running with thousands of more projects, you're going to have 10 customers, 10 different customers, 10 different projects, 10 different needs, um, different teams to work with. How are you going to work? Are you just going to be only doing one set of things? Then you're not going to grow. So my suggestion or my recommendation would be, whilst you're getting trained on specific digital marketing skill sets, pick up these soft nuances because they play a much bigger and larger role as you start to move ahead. Very true, ma'am. And uh, these two uh, two skills, what you mentioned, right, uh, are very vital for someone to express. Right, if he's not able to express, there would be some things where he would not be able to, you know, convince someone or maybe he's not able to, you know, move things on. And secondly, the project management is also something that makes you differentiated because technology competencies are imperative. Most of the people would be having a new travel throughout the ranks of uh, senior ladder. All these things are something that make, make you differentiated, right? And uh, so it's a great answer, ma'am. And uh, this one is my personal favorite. So uh, any book that you want to recommend to the budding manager for the professional or personal growth? You know what? Any recommendation about books? I think uh, you already are reading a lot of books. I, I don't know if you can see, but there's a whole bookshelf right behind me. And um, I wouldn't say I'm an avid reader, but yes, I do love to read a lot of books. I'm fiction and um, fun-loving books, right? As a budding leader, I can give you lots of names and I don't want to do that, okay? The reason being, I don't want to cast a judgmental view of the kind of books that will help you or enable you. Because for me, books is a first starting or a stepping stone for you to learn. You shouldn't segment yourself in digital marketing lingo. You shouldn't segment yourself and I'm only, that I only love fiction or I only love science or I only love um, horrors or I only like uh, leadership books, right? You actually should read each one of them. And from there, you need to learn a lesson, right? I wouldn't shy by saying, actually, I was reading about Chanakya, okay, just about a week ago. And Chanakya was, when I started off, I went with a thought process. Uh, Chanakya, it's right here. Yeah. 
I was reading that. And um, it talks about rules of governance by the guru of governance. Okay. When I started reading this book, it wasn't about governance at all. I just thought, okay, let me learn about history. Let me go back and see what did this man really teach the whole nation about, right? Why is he known as a guru? And it was surprising that how simple were the words which says how governance really works. What's all about leadership? How do you go back and focus on certain things which are important? How do you choose your battles? I mean, it's very easy for me to say, choose your battles. But do I even know how to choose my battles? Do I even know what needs to be done? How do I take that? Who teaches me what needs to be taught? Right? Um, so every book plays a very different uh, role. You could try with that. Um, and every week I change my book. So probably we can share and exchange what books you've read. Uh, sure, ma'am. And actually, you know, I was also going through the Chanakya book, uh, I mean, a couple of years back. And uh, the kind of Kautilya Arthashastra, what has been mentioned here, it still holds true. Those, you know, uh, premises what were laid down uh, hundreds of years back are still persistent. Yeah. yeah. And okay. uh, ma'am, uh, you have been into, you know, again, uh, into the various leading IT companies. Can you express a few of your learnings and experiences that will help the future managers in their career? I think the one learning that I've got through all this, all my journey so far, so far that I have, there's a lot more that I still have to do. Uh, but the one thing, if I have to just notch it down to one thing, and I would say persistence, right? There are going to be days when you're going to question yourself. Are you really good at it? Are you, is it worth it? Do I really, should I be doing this? Um, the self-doubts are going to raise because today or tomorrow, somebody is going to be more knowledgeable than you, is going to be more intelligent than you, is going to be more aware than you. What do you do then? How are you going to meet, you know, constantly meet that pressure? And here is where I think persistence plays a very important role. It's not that four hours of, of uh, one day's work that, that's going to make me successful. It's probably that four hours of daily work and every day showing up and saying, it's okay, I can have a bad day. It's okay if I'm learning something new today. It's okay if I don't know something today, right? So for me, uh, that persistence is very important. And the second most important thing is never believe that you've reached nirvana, which means is uh, you've learned it all. You were a master, you're a guru, you're, you're like a leadership role. No, in fact, um, I'm, I'm pretty certain that you all know much more than what, what we all do. What we have is experience, what you guys have knowledge. And both those forces need to be combined, right? And I have to learn a lot from you. But the minute my mindset changes, the minute I don't want people who can teach me a lot more in my own team, and I don't recruit them, or I don't make them a part of my team, I'm actually going to set myself up for failure, right? So being a constant learner, and I'm sure you've heard that from a lot of people, but again, as I go back and say, it's how you do it. How do you go back and learn? How do you be humble and saying, you know what? I don't know. Can you teach me that? And there are many times, right? Um, technologies is just completely and rapidly changing. And there's so much more. And there are different ways of doing a Zoom call, a Teams call, a Google call. So many things happen, right? And so sometimes I really am like, I flicker and I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do this. And I go back and ask, can you teach me? Because it's important to be a constant learner rather than reaching the state of saying, oh, I've done it all. I've been there, and thank you so much. That's these are my two things which I would say is what you should learn and and keep in mind. That's my my thought process. 
Yeah, ma'am, uh, very right on that. And you know, in this volatile environment where we are in, uh, being persistent, uh, carrying humility is something that makes us better every passing day. And uh, and ma'am, with this, uh, you know, we would like to conclude today's session. And I'm very much sure the learnings and the takeaways from your career journey will be very vital and indispensable for the growth of all the listeners over here. And on behalf of Team Digitalytics, I would like to thank you a lot for taking out time and sharing your experiences for the student fraternity. And we are honored to have you here for the session, ma'am. And we thank everyone for watching this. Stay tuned for many more to come. Thanks a lot. Thank you.